Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Roy Hibbert, Sammy A. Henry, Joey Devine, Jeremy Lynn, Carlos Boozer, Robert Sacre, Sean Keen. Chris Kamen, Patreons, Ethan Schiller, thank you, Ethan, Dabaroo, thank you, Dabaroo, musical guest, Sexy Death Soda, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are here with a brand new episode. But before we get to our guest and uh, Sean, uh, I'd just like to mention again, at uh, Round Rock Pod on Twitter, at uh, roundrockpod at gmail.com on Gmail, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. But more importantly, this week we're encouraging all our listeners to donate to the Ella Baker Center for Human Rights in Oakland, California, which uh, works locally, statewide, and nationally to shift resources away from prisons and punishment. Uh, because we here at Round Ball Rock believe uh, all cops are bastards and you should defund the police. Um, Sean, you're here. How are you? I'm good. Doing well. Doing well. Uh, took my just took my mom to get a COVID test, actually. Oh. Uh, she got the, she got the deep swab. It looked gross. I gotta say. <laughs> um, more importantly, though, 
the full-time permanent host of the Round Rock podcast, uh, is here with us. Everyone, Dave Schilling is back. It's a reunion, baby. Dave Schilling, ah, how are you? It's lit, fam. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot I used to say that. Uh, it's lit, fam. Joey, Joey used to say that every episode. Uh-huh. And, uh, I thought I'd dig that up and uh, dust it off for today's special episode. It's good to be back. Dave, the reason Round Ball Rock exists. Yeah, it was my brainchild. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I went in the lab. And I, I, I got my shots up and I started, uh, you know, working with uh, Lethal Shooter uh, on Instagram, <laughs> trying to figure out what was going to be the best hit basketball podcast of all time. Uh-huh. And, you know, with that Mamba mentality, working hard, <laughs> getting getting in the gym, making things happen. And that's how you came up with the idea for Count the Dings. And First in, last out. Yeah. That's what. That's my. That's my motto. And then here we are. It's, it's, it's still lit, fam. After all these years, we just did, never did our my giant commentary, which I'm sure there are three people who are fuming. We haven't heard never- from anyone about that in a while, but yeah, we do still owe all of our loyal listeners a um, commentary track for the uh, the white slavery movie. Uh, my uh-huh. giant about how Billy yeah. <laughs> about how Billy Crystal, not wearing blackface for once in his damn life, actually uh-huh. owns a human being who's also a giant. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that due to the the interest and the vig, we might have to also record a Forget Paris. I don't know. I'm just oh, wow. maybe just the basketball scenes of Forget Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, the reason we yes. had you on today is uh, you have a new podcast that is fully in the swing and only has two more episodes left. So let's get that, let's get those plugs out of the way before we get to the NBA. Dave? I like an, I like an early plug because that means that no one is tuned out yet. Right. And oh. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> I learned from I, the best, the permanent host, Dave Schoen. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> you gotta watch your analytics and see when your drop-off happens. So, uh, it's called Full Court Chat with Dave Schilling. Uh, I play kind of a, a smarmier version of myself, mm-hmm. you know, a fictionalized version of myself based on my real life as a former <laughs> sports writer. And uh, it's also based on my experience working on a sports television talk show and how inane and stupid that was. You and should thought, claim that it's actually based on, you're based on Ray Romano's character <laughs> on Ray. <laughs> Everyone loves Raymond. <laughs> who was no, also no, no, no. a sports writer. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Dave's World with uh, Ari Anderson. It's based on that. It's based on the uh, Colin Coward pilot. Have you ever read the Colin Coward pilot script? <laughs> no, no. It's based on the Jalen Rose pilot. Oh. Uh, wasn't there also a... Yeah, no, there definitely was. There was a Tony Kornheiser sitcom, too. Because I remember Malcolm Jamal Warner played... Uh, Michael Wilbon, yeah. yeah. What was yeah, the this- name of that one? <laughs> Tony Kornheiser. It was called Prematurely Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's based on all of those uh, things. It was called Listen Up! Um, <laughs> that blows. Uh, Do you remember who played Tony Kornheiser? It's hilarious. <laughs> was it Tony Danza? No. Uh, it was Jason Alexander. It was Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> they made twenty-two episodes of this show. I, I can't I, sometimes, believe it. Sometimes I'm amazed that that people whose ostensible job was just to 
grouchily comment on sports became that famous and that rich. Mm-hmm. Like, you could never do that now. No one's going to make a <laughs> sitcom about Robert Mays. No. This is not gonna, no one's going to make the Zach Lowe sitcom. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I would watch the Zach Lowe sitcom, but I feel like it's more of a quibby show. It's more would, about, it's a show about a man who hates his family so much he retreats into statistics. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's actually, there's actually some material there because you think about this kind of like bored, lonely man married to a, a stern Slavic woman. <laughs> and uh, all he does is, like you said, pour over analytics and statistics while drinking yeah. exactly one beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she was, she's always trying to get his attention like Zach please talk to me Zach I love you <laughs> we haven't made love in weeks and he's like I, I don't have time for this I'm trying to figure out whether or not Nikola Jokic is the greatest basketball player of all time or the second greatest basketball player <laughs> the only time he talks to her is when he's like honey what's a movie yeah. Um. <laughs> what the movie, honey, honey? Okay, anyway, sorry, this is rude. <laughs> anyway, back to full that, court chat. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, it's, it's based on all of those people, including Zach Lowe, and I interview comedians who are playing characters, fictional characters. For the for the first episode, though, we, we had this really funny actor named Ben Kahn come on and play Steve Bartman. And, uh, of course... There was a lot of interest in that because I claimed on on Twitter that it was really going to be Steve Bartman because, you know, 2020 is the year of the original prankster, if you ask me. And uh, I just love I just love to to be that Joker figure on the Internet. So I pretended like it was going to be the real Steve Bartman. I got some hate mail, Mm -hmm. especially disturbed by the hate mail I got from Steve Bartman's attorney. No! Whoa! Oh, oh yeah. Steve Bartman's attorney. Uh, I can read the email. Please do. Please. <laughs> Bartman. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, the title of the email is Alleged Steve Bartman Interview. It is from <laughs> Frank Murtha, who's not only a lawyer, un- uh, informally uh, a lawyer for Steve Bartman, Apparently, Bartman has never paid him for his services. Mr. Murtha just is really, really, really enamored with Steve Bartman and wants to protect him from (laughs) evil people like me. So Mr. Murtha is also the president and CEO of Major League Football Incorporated, which is based out of a P.O. box in Bradenton, Florida. Fun. And he swears that this is going to be bigger than the XFL. Um, We'll see about that, Mr. Murtha. Anyway... His email starts with Dear Wannabe Reporters and Journalists. Wow. After Very having lawyerly. After having to waste an hour of my time yesterday listening to your poorly produced, unauthorized, and fake alleged interview of Steve Bartman, I have a few things to say. Number one, don't quit your day job if you have one. Mm-hmm. Number two, take down and remove your interview, interviews in quotes, immediately. Number three, immediately put out on social media that the interview is a fake, made without Mr. Bartman's consent or permission, and is an unauthorized use of his name. The comedy in quotes notation on your site hardly makes that clear. I know why you've never succeeded in this field before, if this is, why, if this is your best work. And mm-hmm. finally... And this was my favorite, and my producer Liz also enjoyed this thoroughly. 
He says, get tested for the virus because it looks like something has invaded your brain tissue and you should get it checked. Hmm. Wow. So did you get tested for the virus? Do you live in a bubble now? Are you in Walt Disney World? I'm clean. Um. (laughs) No, I did not get tested because of that. What an asshole this person is. Number one, number one, he doesn't even actually represent Steve Bartman. (laughs) Number two, any person with half a brain can realize that this is a joke. (laughs) Number three, I didn't respond to his email and nothing happened. He was just threatening me because that's what people like this do. (laughs) That's what lawyers do is enrich people. Rich white people, they just threaten you and they think, even though you have no reason to be worried that they have nothing to threaten you with, they threaten you anyway because they think they can just scare you into submission. No, sir. Not <laughs> only was that episode uh, continued to be to be uh, distributed on the internet, I, I put out more episodes. There's, in total, four episodes right now. Probably five if you're listening to this tomorrow or whenever this comes out, because the next episode drops uh, Wednesday the 17th, so if you're listening to this anytime after that, it's available. I think it's really funny. We have Carl Tart on the show. He plays an NFL oh, Carl's so uh, funny. band who murdered John Lennon. Um, we have John Gabris in the season finale. He's oh, one of the best of the best. Great. We have Kristen Studdard, who's on Joe Quisala's uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Who cares about podcast. the Rock Hall? I've been on that podcast more than any other guest. No. Uh, so we have some really funny people on here, and I think it's I think it's great. It's not as good as Round Ball Rock, but I think you'll find that it is pretty hey, funny. You know, it's, it's much better than Frank Murtha thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't be a Tom? don't be a Frank Murtha. Listen to Full Court Chat with Dave Dave Schilling. It's available everywhere. I or not iTunes. It's called Apple Podcasts now. Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the places. Um, and I hope you listen to it. Leave a five star review, and if we get to fifty five-star reviews <laughs> i'll do a commentary of my giant yes <laughs> about that How about them apples internet um uh, by the way frank murtha failed to launch major league football this year oh yeah he was sued by all the city the in florida for unpaid uh, property tax <laughs> yeah they've been evicted from two different headquarters so far yeah, he's a piece of shit, and I hope if he does listen to this, he knows I think he's a piece of shit. Hey, Frank Murtha, you're banned from listening to our podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'm I'm uh, I'm writing a letter right now to the virus that's inside of your brain. Frank, you're not even allowed to donate to the Patreon. Uh-huh. Um, so the first question, you know what? Let's do a fun reader mail question before we get to our yeah. news. How's that sound, guys? Yeah, great. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, our question comes from our friend El Hafnero, who um, was talking about the UC Santa Cruz rebrand. Dave, have you seen this yet? They're not the banana slugs anymore? No, the banana slug is buff now. Yeah, it's oh, kind of swole. Yeah. yeah. Um, so his question is, which NBA team should make their mascot a buffer version of what it currently is? Oh, that's interesting. You know, I actually have some experience with buff mascots because uh, I was at a Rockets playoff game. I think it was maybe 2018 when they lost in the first round to the Jazz. 
Teehee. That was funny. <laughs> Wait, was that the Jazz? No, who was that that they played? Maybe that wasn't the first round. Doesn't matter. I, I, I've lost track of what happened in my career as a sports writer. <laughs> Either way, I'm in Houston. I'm I'm in the press box. The the clutch, the the big fat mascot. You know, he uh-huh. does his thing. And then at halftime he comes out and he's shredded. <laughs> like it's the same helmet, but it's a different body. He's just like he's got a six pack. I'm sure we talked about this on the podcast before. Uh-huh. I was so horrified by that. <laughs> he was he became a zaddy in, mm-hmm. at halftime. Uh-huh. It was really weird. Um anyone else? Though I guess if I had to pick a different mascot besides Clutch to get buff, um, I guess I would have to go with the lion from the the Nuggets is already buff, so not him. Um, <laughs> He's not that buff. He could be more buff. What if Ben Franklin got that really was bad my answer? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that the, feels right. The Seventy Sixers Ben Franklin alternate logo needs to be buff. That's my uh, answer. It would just, be so just much like better if he was shirtless. Sometimes that would be so tight. <laughs> just to be like, I'm gonna attract lightning with with these abs. <laughs> Welcome to the Gun Show, Philadelphia. I'm glad we're on the same. Uh, what about what about the Brooklyn Knight? Is he still around? Did they not? I, I think I'm pretty sure he's gone. <laughs> but that might be the reboot they need. It's like they they should actually just design him based on uh, Adam Driver from Girls. <laughs> like that should basically just be the Nets mascot. I was gonna say Adam Driver from Marriage Story. But oh, sure. that would all, that would work. Yeah, he it's, just comes out and punches a wall. I was gonna say if they're, <laughs> if they're down in the fourth quarter, he just starts punching stuff. I'll tell you who doesn't need to be buff. Um, that Phoenix. I mean, not sorry. That Spurs Coyote. That psychopath, no. the ju- the I'm most jokerified that. mascot, who <laughs> does not wear pants and is a sick fucking freak, has cracked out eyeballs. If he gets buff, we're in trouble. Yeah, uh, there's no stopping him if he were in shape at all. Meth doesn't make you buff. You know what I mean? Like, like it might make you skinny. Yeah. Also, I don't want to see buff Chuck the Condor. Oh no. I don't want to see Chuck the Condor, period, but yeah. definitely not buff. <laughs> I do uh, want Steve Ballmer to get buff. He's basically the Clippers mascot. No, if he got buff, it'd be like when Chris Pratt got buff. It <laughs> make, makes everybody uncomfortable. Um, I Look wonder, at how much I can bench! <laughs> all I had to do was stop Spot drinking me, beer and stop, start <laughs> drinking vodka, bro. Um, I, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up, Dave? <laughs> Are... Since we're talking about the bubble here and whether or not this is even going to happen, mm-hmm. well, we were going to get to that. So, but keep well, keep asking your a, question. This is a yeah. bubble related question. Yeah. Um, are the mascots going into the bubble? This is an excellent question. I would guess no, right? I would assume so as well. But if you've learned anything from the Korean baseball organization, uh huh, like I did where I watched, you know, plenty of Korean baseball uh, in in total three games in the span of two weeks. Uh, And then, of course, we started having uh, protests around police brutality and the Korean baseball organization didn't seem so interesting anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the time I was into it and they all have mascots. There's tons of mascots. There's the the dinosaur and they've got like blow up dolls in the crowd and all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff. I 
I need the NBA to to do the same. I need the NBA to have mascots. But it feels like you guys are right. There's not going to be mascots in the bubble. I think the most important reason to bring mascots into the bubble is if left to his own devices, the Spurs Coyote will blow up a hospital. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> yeah, you've gotta you've gotta keep him in that bubble. Because otherwise he's free to roam around uh yeah, the greater Riverwalk area, and that's worse. He's also, an agent of chaos. He's like a dog chasing cars, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Some mascots just want to watch the world burn, you know and, what I'm saying? And it's well, one mascot. There's a title wants of the podcast w- right there. <laughs> one mascot um, wants to watch the world burn, and his name is the Spurs Coyote. <laughs> but aren't aren't they all effectively masked? Anyway, it, sh- it yeah. seems like it wouldn't be that dangerous. Social mm-hmm. distancing is easy when you're when you're covered in fur and you've got a giant yeah. uh, helmet on your head. And none of those guys have friends or families, right? <laughs> it's the mascot. You 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 take an oath of celibacy when you join the the that profession. Oh yeah, just like the Jedi. Yeah. Um. Our next question comes from Acno Twelve or Acno Twenty One. Excuse me. And he asks, which NBA reporter would most enjoy or hate life inside the bubble? Zach Lowe, obviously, he's going to love it because yeah. he doesn't have to hang out with his Slavic wife uh-huh. anymore. Uh-huh. Um, who is going to hate it? Oh, boy. So the question is, who is the biggest alcoholic in the NBA <laughs> media circle? Uh I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell out anybody who likes to have a good time. I can. I, I can tell you who's gonna go hate it the yeah. most. It's obviously Brian Windhorst, mainly because he'll vacillate wildly from being happy that the aggregators can't bother him in the bubble, but worried about what the aggregators are doing while he's not able to pay attention to them. Oh, there will be so many aggregators now because <laughs> there, there are going to be a lot of sites that simply can't afford to send people into the bubble. Right. I, I think it was I think Nate Duncan or someone tweeted that it's going to cost like fifty five thousand dollars per person to put people inside the bubble. Have you been listening to Nate's, uh, Nate's COVID-19 podcast? podcast? (laughs) Uh, I have not listened to it, but I have seen his tweets about how he is now an expert on the virus. Telling Mm -hmm. doctors to listen to his podcast. Yeah. Um. Maybe I should, maybe I should have him check me out. Uh, (laughs) since uh, Frank Martha thinks I have it. Maybe, maybe, maybe get him on the horn. All right, uh, a lot of news is breaking while we're having this conversation, so let's get straight to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, uh, should we cover the player protests or the bubble itself first? Bubble baby. All right, Let, let's cover the bubble. Um, Sean Shams uh, released a lot of details about the bubble uh, today. The NBA's proposed weirdo uh, psycho, psycho bubble. Uh, do you want to run us through those options? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go through real quick, and then um, Dave, Dave will Dave will close out this section. How about? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, okay. So 
first of all, anyone, any player can decide not to play and they have to decide by June 24th. Um, you get your full money as long as you essentially have a doctor's note. So if you're high risk or you have some condition that, uh, makes it dangerous for you to play, I'm sure that asthma would qualify, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, you can still get paid. If you don't pay, uh, if you don't play, you lose one, essentially a little, a little more than 1% of your salary, one ninety second of your salary. I don't know how they come up with that number, but, uh, uh, for every game, every game, every one of your team's games that you miss up to 14. So you can lose up to 15% of your salary by being essentially a healthy scratch, which is, you know, a significant amount of money. Uh, if you leave campus at all, uh, you get, you have to quarantine for 10 to 14 days. Uh, you get that same penalty for any game you miss, essentially 1% of your salary a game. And weirdly, you have to do the more painful COVID test. When you come back with a longer swab, mm-hmm. which I guess is the punishment part. Um, <laughs> here's here's my favorite part. But hold of, on. They, they yeah. keep saying, look, certain let's call them employees of Disney who really want this to happen. Keep claiming that uh, players who don't play will not be punished. But uh, giving up one ninety second of your paycheck every day you're not there is actually punishment for not playing. Yeah, absolutely. But you do, but if you, if you are medically cleared, you, you do receive your money, but, but you're right. You're right. That is, that is a strong, uh, I, I don't think that's a carrot. That's a stick, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Um, so let me tell you my, this is my favorite part of the bubble memo, Joey. Mm-hmm. Players will have the option to wear a proximity alarm, which will notify the player if he spends more than five seconds within six feet of another person on campus who's also wearing a uh-huh. proximity alarm. And it's optional for players, but mandatory for coaches and staff. Uh, it's so weird. Dave, and I, Dave, I have really you, hope it. <laughs> Dave, have you ever worn a proximity alarm? Um, no. Why would I wear a proximity <laughs> alarm? It, it this sounds is, like what Michael Jackson had hooked up in his house, right? <laughs> he can only be to so like close to a child people. or something. No, no, no. He had oh, like sorry. a series of proximity alarms <laughs> leading to his bedroom, which alerted him if anyone was going to like burst in on him. Mm-hmm. When I was at WWE, I had a proximity alarm that would uh, that would go off if someone from HR got uh, closer than six feet to me, because then I'd know I was being fired. Uh, to me, a person wearing a proximity alarm sounds not real. Um, it's like, it, a, it's like it, a Real Housewives character. See, I was going to say it's like something like... Uh, the guards would be wearing in a higher level of a video game you were playing. <laughs> Like, in Metal Gear Solid, once you get to base number three, it's real hard to get the guards because they're wearing proximity alarms. Uh-huh. Y- you know how in uh, in Face Off, when they go to the prison where <laughs> yeah. Pastor Troy's brother is, and they've got the little boots that, like, explode? Yeah, the gravity boots, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm reminded of here. Uh-huh. It's, de- it's depraved. This is such a strange thing. Um, it reminds me, in in a way... Of the Kiss song Psycho Circus. <laughs> the lyrics to this song are basically about 
the NBA bubble. Would you like me to read the lyrics? Yes, please do, Dave. All right. So this is Kiss Psycho Circus. Yeah. Hello. Here I am. Here we are. We are one. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. We're exiled from the human race. Mm-hmm. You're in the sigh. You're in the psycho circus. You're in the sigh. You're in the psycho circus. <laughs> I say, welcome to the show. I've been waiting here to be your guide. So come reveal the secrets that you keep inside. This is about Brian Windhorst trying to get dirt on players. <laughs> Step up. No one leaves until the night is done. This is about no one leaving until the games have concluded. Uh-huh. The amplifier starts to hum. The carnival has just begun. And this leads me to believe that there will be mascots and there will be mm-hmm. halftime entertainment like a red panda. Because the prophet uh, Gene Simmons said so. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're in the psycho circus and I say welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The show. Welcome to the show. I've been waiting here to be your guide, so come reveal the secrets you keep inside. Step up. No one leaves till the night is done. The amplifier starts to hum. The carnival has just begun. And it goes on like that for a while, because I wouldn't say that uh, Gene Simmons was much of a lyricist. So that's the song. But that's exactly what we're about to experience with this with this bubble is is a psycho circus, if you will, of basketball. Mm hmm. Uh, do you want to hear another fun fact from Shams's uh, manual, the leaked manual, Dave? Yes, please, 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 uh, please. Players could wear a ring that helps with early detection of coronavirus that also tracks body temperature, respiratory rate, and heart rate. Okay, what are these? Was Q from James Bond outfit in the It's a watch. It's also a garrot wire. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> It's insane. Please be sure to bring these back in one piece, 007. What the fuck? <laughs> also, I believe in the book about Terry Pluto's great book about the ABA, they tell a story about a man who refused to take off his rings when he was playing basketball like it was like it was like a funny joke. But uh, I guess we're full circle in the ABA now. But when I was married, you had to take the ring off when mm-hmm. you had when you hooped. Balls because he yeah, club somebody with that thing. All right, Sean. Sean, do you have another uh, funny thing from here? Uh, I do. Um, well, also that ring's going to be used for fat shaming, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, so there's no recreational drug testing, but you can still get busted for being caught using drugs or in possession of drugs because uh, recreational marijuana is not legal in Florida. However. Are there really going to be any cops in this center? I, I'm. There are so many cops in Disneyland. They're just Disney's own cops. Oh, okay. so yes. So though, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel like uh, there's, there's going to be a don't ask, don't tell, tell policy. In yeah, place, that's but maybe point. not. Uh, okay. Uh, players must avoid spitting or clearing their nose, wiping the ball with their jersey, licking their hands, and unnecessarily touching their mouth guard. Which is the reason the Warriors weren't invited? Because Steph Curry is fucking disgusting. Uh, who's Stop gonna taking enforce, out your mouthpiece. Who's going to enforce this? Like, oh right, like, Steve Javi. Is, is it a technical? Oh god, <laughs> yeah. he's. Are they going to have to give him a panic room I inside? Mean, Steve like, Javi's already in a bubble. Yeah, Steve Javi is basically one of those uh, 
precogs from uh, Minority Report. <laughs> yeah, he just he just lays down in like an energy bath between telecasts. Um, so uh, you can't have food deliveries from outside the campus, but you can hire a personal chef at your own expense to prepare and send in meals. If you eat a meal with a member of another team, it must be outdoors. Oh. Which just just feels weird and not enforceable. Um, agents can't come unless they're related to a player, which I don't think that's very many agents. Uh, offhand, I can't think um, of that. Can I read you a funny Chris Haynes tweet that he just tweeted, Please. by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yahoo sources. While on Orlando campus, players can, can receive standard deliveries, e.g. USPS, FedEx, UPS. Income- Excuse me? Yeah, they, don't worry, they can get deliveries. They can get mail. Yeah, incoming <laughs> packages will be processed, cleaned, delivered in a timely manner, also opened, read, and uh, censored. No, I made up that last part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, and uh, it's also very easy to add money to the player's canteen. Yeah. From the outside. <laughs> uh, so the the thing that I was kind of intrigued with is that each team gets like 15 guest rooms as the standard, but you mm-hmm. basically get an extra guest room for every player you bring up to 17, which means there is a giant incentive, especially for teams that have superstars, to sign G League players just for the purpose of getting like extra room for the superstars friends and family mm-hmm. uh which is kind of amazing like like i assume they've already told alex caruso that lebron gets his guest room right yeah yeah like that's that's already happened so uh it's kind of a good job creation <laughs> rule i think um, yeah, until one of those G League players gets coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, that's that's it does it does feel like it's it's like risky because you're you are actually incentivizing people to bring in like up to four extra people into the bubble mm-hmm. in this scenario. Do you guys want to hear another funny tweet Shams tweeted just now? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. all right. In NBA's Orlando co- campus. Hotel amenities, players only lounge, NBA 2K, TVs, gaming, (laughs) pool slash trails, barbers, manicurists, pedicurists, 24 hour VIP concierge. Uh, And this is my favorite daily entertainment, movie screenings, DJ sets, video games, ping pong, pool, lawn games. Players can attend other games. I, I I will say the DJ sets feels like the weirdest thing in the world to me. Just what, this, like what DJs are getting in the bubble? Steve Aoki, baby, he doesn't care. He's going to be pouring vodka into people's mouths uh, because it's sterile. It's alcohol. No, so it's yeah, sterile. no outside cake for Steve Aoki to smash in people's faces. <laughs> That's the cake prepared on the premises. It has to be gluten-free because there are some celiac players in the league. Uh, they also released the game day schedule, guys. Okay, great. Well, this, was, this is seven minutes ago. Did were you, you see gonna the read hotels, though? They've also announced the hotels, which were based on seeding. <laughs> 
that sucks too. That sucks. <laughs> so your low seeds in the yacht club are Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, and Wizards. In the Grand Floridian, uh, the Thunder, the 76ers, the Rockets, the Pacers, the Mavericks, the Nets, the Grizzlies, and the Magic. And your kings, your kings of this prison they're creating. <laughs> get to stay Supermax. in NBA Superman. Yeah, get to stay in the Grand Destino. The Bucks, <laughs> Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and Heat. I hate sports. Sports <laughs> is dumb. This is why. Okay, let me let me just read this game day schedule. Yes, please do. Okay, from eight thirty to nine thirty. <laughs> Team breakfast at the hotel mm. for the home team. Mm-hmm. Get this, guys. The away team gets 30 minutes more breakfast. What? Yep. The away team gets 8.30 to 10 o'clock. Here's a question. Wait, the away, wait, wait, the away they... team gets more? They're weighing them down with more food. <laughs> well, that's the Tony Kukoc strategy. Yeah, they exactly. get to spend a half an hour more with Goofy? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's the Lopez brothers asking for that. Uh, okay, so 9.30, transportation to the court. It's a 15-minute commute. That's for the home team. Mm-hmm. For the away team, 10.30 a.m. is when they leave. So the literally, the home team has to go from the restaurant straight away to the bus. They mm-hmm. have no time in between. Wow. The away team has a 30-minute grace period <laughs> so that there's no mingling, I suppose, between the home team and the away team. And then we've got a shoot-around. Virtual media availability at the practice site for only two to three players. Mm-hmm. That is an hour of shoot-around. If you That's have ever all their been... Zoom license will allow. Exactly. Well, yeah, they're not paying for Zoom. <laughs> If you've ever been to a team shoot-around, it's pointless. There's no actual practice happening. It is just an excuse for creepy-looking sports journalists to mill about and decide <laughs> if they have the uh, emotional energy to go talk to someone who's going to laugh in the face. Anyway, then there's transportation back to the hotel from uh, 11 to 11.30, and then from 12 to 12.30, home and away. Then there's a, a, a lunch Post shoot around lunch, home team gets two hours, eleven thirty to one thirty. Mm-hmm. The away team gets twelve thirty to two thirty. So they both get two hours this time. When do they get to ride Space Mountain? I think that's on non game days. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then they have downtime from one thirty to four thirty. Oh, that's when they ride Space Mountain. Now again That's where the, the Lopez were, Lopez's will be showing their pirated copy of Captain EO. Once again, uh, there, every is, day. <laughs> there is now a, a benefit for the home team is that they get an extra hour of downtime. Mm-hmm. They get three hours versus two hours. Why? I don't know. I guess they're trying to it's simulate an advantage. Trying to simulate home court advantage. Mm-hmm. OK, so now we're at the pregame portion of the day. 430 to five o'clock is when they take their 15 minute commute to the wide world of sports. Teams will immediately go to the locker room when they arrive. Court access for warm-up. Most likely not on the game court. So mm-hmm. a different court. Sure. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Players will most likely not have access to the court prior to the 120-minute pregame window. 
Okay. Here's a question I have about this facility. You know how it's called a uh, Disney's Wide World of Sports? Yeah. Is there an animatronic Howard Cosell somewhere in there? There's got to be, right? They have a hologram of Dennis Miller. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then a pregame meeting in the locker room. No media availability whatsoever. Sure. That is that right. is 30 minutes, uh, or actually 25 minutes, uh, for them to just chat. <laughs> and we have, yeah, just a, just a just a bullshit session between the coach and his players. Uh, and then and then 20 minutes of pregame warmups on the court, mm-hmm. followed by eight minutes of instructions. Mm-hmm. They refer to it as they refer to this as a blow off. I don't know okay. why. I guess because okay. of the whistle. Okay, oh. and then now we're talking about post-game. Post-game team meetings will be no longer than 10 minutes, mm-hmm. which is going to be very hard for some of the more long-winded coaches in mm-hmm. the league. I'm thinking yeah. of Greg Popovich. <laughs> yeah, he and only then, has 10 minutes to complain about Trump. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got a post-game uh, media availability. Both teams will be... Uh, Speaking to the media from 9.50 to 10.20. Maximum or minimum two players available for press conference room. Additional two players available for virtual locker room availability. So I assume that means someone's walking around with like a camera so that you can get the experience of seeing dudes with their towels off and their dicks Mm -hmm. hanging. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know how Greg Popovich was in the CIA? Yes, absolutely. Do you think he's the one who wrote Wind of Change by the Scorpions? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Was that a PsyOps project? Wind of Change? Anyway, keep going, Dave. <laughs> okay, so the last two things, you know, besides the Zoom call where people get to ask questions, um, transportation to the hotel from 1025 to 1040. Mm-hmm. Both teams are allowed to go uh, home at the same time. Oh, good. No more advantage. <laughs> and then 11 o'clock. DJ sets. Shower is available. Don't forget the DJ oh, set. Shower is available? <laughs> shower so they, is they, they, oh, they have to go back to the hotel to shower? or there's... Yeah, There must be no locker room access. Uh, or they don't want people, you know, like showering with each other and stuff. Mm. So showers and meal are available at the hotel at 11 o'clock. And that is the day. Wow. That seems really regimented. Yep. What are they like on their eighth grade trip to Washington D.C.? Because that's what it seems like. <laughs> it does seem like that, doesn't it? Um, let's move on to the more important story. I mean, this is all important and funny, but also harder to talk about. Story. Um, let's talk about Kyrie Irving and the players and Avery Bradley. Uh, rightfully, I would say. Um trying to boycott this i mean not trying to boycott but they're bargaining right so these are these are the people that are being most vocal with their objections and concerns Mm -hmm. about the restart now i will Uh, say a lot of people were complaining about how it was unclear what the players wanted and today they released what they want um Part of it is, hold on, let me see if I, let me get this tweet. 
Uh, Bradley and the Players Coalition described several priorities to ESPN, including improved hiring practices for black front office and head coaching candidates, donations to organizations serving black communities, and partnerships with black-owned businesses and arena vendors. Uh, So, A, this is tight. Um, and correct. Like, this is the, the thing that's grossed me out most about the Kyrie Irving talk, I would say, is the, uh, way, again, uh, Disney employed basketball writers were writing about him as if he was, like, Joker-fied. Yeah, but he oh, is some, right, some, right, yeah. somehow the devil. Right. For, I mean, for what? daring what, to want to yes. surface these issues. Well, what which I is why we're say, having. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What I will say is this is sort of difficult for uh, Round Ball Rock personally, I would say, because all of the people speaking out and who are correct and being very brave are uh, people we make fun of pretty consistently. <laughs> it's Dwight, Kyrie, CJ McCollum, Mello, Avery Bradley, and Donovan Mitchell. It's like a real who's who of people we make fun of on Round Ball Rock. Uh-huh. Broken clock yeah. is right twice a day, man. Yeah. I, I think that um, th- this is, like you said, very brave, that the, 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 the machine of NBA politics and, and labor relations is already in full swing like mm-hmm. this is happening there, there's nothing to stop this so the only thing that y- they can do is agitate for change um long term and, to, and yes. to have specific things that that they want to see concessions that should be made by the league because they're going to profit more than anybody off of this because they're going to be able to get the advertising deals that they were potentially going to fall through. They're going to get the TV rights deals for airing the playoffs in the, in the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're probably, um, they've got some sort of relationship with, with Disney where Disney is going to give them some kind of kickback or something. I don't know, but it seems like the league and the owners are going to benefit. So why shouldn't the players benefit? And why shouldn't we take this opportunity when everyone is paying attention to issues of race. Right. Everybody's thinking about systemic inequality in this country. Why don't we take that opportunity and say, let's do something about what they can control directly, which is the NBA. And, I, you know, I want to say uh, that uh, I'm really impressed that LeBron James is taking his energy and, and doing this, <laughs> this voting rights. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, taking, no, no. <laughs> doing this, this voting rights um, initiative, because that, those are the kinds of things that are really going to make a difference because, we're in, in, in a time in this country when people are trying to prevent you from voting. So, like, LeBron James is doing a great thing by doing this. But there are things that can be done inside the NBA, yes. too, because the NBA is not a, a, a magical, wonderful, mystical land of racial harmony. It's not. Uh, yeah, no shit, dude. Like, uh, yeah, James like, Dolan's like, an owner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and... You know, it, it, there's there's just little things that the NBA is uh, seemingly a very woke league, but uh, it it makes people it it mandates that people stand for the national anthem, and it has harsher penalties for marijuana than the NFL or Major League Baseball at this point. So there's certain areas where it's like that's maybe not outright racist but it is definitely not particularly tolerant you uh, know? yeah they're neolib uh creepazoids it's the, very pod save america yes it is they are uh 
They are for sure Pod Save America, the basketball league. Um, All we had to do is go back to what happened with China. Yes, right, right. Oh, exactly, yeah. That wasn't that long ago that they sold one of their employees under the bus, or threw him under the bus, because he dared to say something not even that critical about one of their a country yeah. that has <laughs> countless human rights violations. A clip art or like a, uh, like a JPEG <laughs> of a thing. Like, and they, they lost their minds. And that came up again. That came up again, like four weeks ago when Tillman Fertitta was meeting with the president of the United States and kind of bragging about how he was going to fire Daryl Morey for it yeah, later. He just couldn't do it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Like, the NBA uh, is not blameless in any of the problems that this country has, just like every other sports league is is um, culpable. Like, we're all culpable of uh, for the things that, are, that go on because we don't do enough. And also, None of us do enough. frankly, I think we should point out, because we've said it while not recording several times here, uh, this fucking bubble plan is gross. Yep. It sucks, yeah. and I wish they weren't doing it because it's fucking disgusting. Like, it's, it's, it, it, yeah. It's like rampant, gross capitalism where we're like weirdly imprisoning people. Sure, they're millionaires, but it's like a weird fucking, fucking garbage. And definitely, I've said it before, Disney employees are going to get sick and no one's yep. going to hear about it because they make $15 an hour. And nobody gives yeah. a shit. Yep. And it's, it's, it's all like a function of, uh, just like in, just like how, you know, our government did not give people much money at all. Like the protections for people and people are being forced back to work. It's like, yeah, they make more money, but it is still the same scale of like, yeah, you're threatened with losing 15% of your salary if you don't play. And obviously NBA players make more than the average person, but also uh, there's a lot of guys in the NBA who do not have much career left for them. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not like they have, endless earning power or something like you know what i mean and it's it just the it's just it feels very naked just the gears of capitalism grinding here especially because so the nba essentially introduces this plan a week ago mm -hmm. a couple days later some players voice objections and there is just this coordinated chorus from writers and executives leaking and player agents immediately saying that the CBA is going to be torn up. Yeah, that was Which what is, I was just going to bring up. It's, and it's like 28 it's like, white billionaires. Sorry, Vivek and Michael Jordan, you're not included, even though you're also culpable. But it's 28 white billionaire billionaires threatening a mostly black worker group with not with money unless they do their bidding right now, currently in this political climate. That is right. disgusting. It's, it's like the same gross. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's happening on a much smaller scale, and but the same kind of gross scale if you're like, you know, a masseuse in Florida and there the motivation is like, well, we got to get them off unemployment. And like the idea of the idea of compensating somebody for not working when there are clear circumstances that make work dangerous and a bad idea. I mean, it, it, 
it is a microcosm of America. Again, pod save, pod save professional sports. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know if you guys saw this because we haven't really specifically talked about it, but Stefan Bondi tweeted in his reporting that Kyrie has uh, lobbied players to skip the bubble completely and start their own league, which I am in complete favor of because the people that should be running this league are the players, African-Americans who made this game what it is. Not all of these venture capitalists and billionaires and, and Russian oligarchs who've come in and decided to profit off of their hard work. Like they should start a league. They don't need any of these people. Mm-hmm. They don't need the, they don't need mm-hmm. the owners. They don't need the general managers. They don't need the, the white power structure of this league because they have all the talent. Yeah. That's, a wild idea from Kyrie. Kyrie is uh, good for him. Yeah, and, and I, I yeah. tweeted this. I tweeted this, and you know, I stand by it. Is it's clear people have not learned anything from from Kaepernick, right? Uh-huh. The way that we treated Kaepernick. As soon as he decides to start protesting and standing up for himself and saying this is wrong, people start piling on, calling him selfish or uh, not patriotic, or you know, a, a, a problem. Uh, a, a locker room cancer, all of these things. Uh-huh. And, and, and they're doing it with Kyrie right now. Saying, oh, he, does, yeah. he doesn't want to play. He doesn't care. He's trying to ruin LeBron James's career. He's selfish. Like, that's not, that means you're not listening to what he's saying and you're just trying to create some sort of uh, drama that isn't necessarily there. And, and you're ignoring the real problems that he's trying to illuminate. Yeah. And also, also when you're in a negotiation like this, you take a strong position. Like it's so it's so bizarre to me how much everything is just like okay for, for the response to the CBA thing, but also like ask you have leverage. Ask for something good. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing that keeps getting <laughs> like, lost in this is <laughs> Kyrie Irving is a vice president in the players' union, and what he's doing is there are they're bargaining. They're like, a union. He's, yeah, he's a union he's, officer. He's being like, a very good union leader here, uh, <laughs> frankly. Well, it, well, I, I, yeah, it's like people just want, people just want him to reach across the aisle to the owners. Yeah. What were you going to say, Dave? He was your told. He yeah. was your told. Exactly. You're, he's an entertainer and he's here to entertain me. It has nothing to do with anything other than I want to watch basketball. And if you had told me six months ago that the NBA would stop the season right before the Lakers were going to triumphantly run through the playoffs and win the championship, and that all it would take is a couple votes uh, for the league to start up again so LeBron could win his title, I would say, of course, please do that. But then when you tell me the details of the the plan, uh, why they stopped... Mm-hmm. You know, playing basketball, what's at stake? I want nothing to do with it. I don't even know if I like sports after all of this. Baseball is doing the same thing. The owners would rather not have a season than pl- pay the players fairly. Yeah. The NBA wants to put all of their players at risk. You know, they touch each other all the time, right? right? They're constantly touching each other. There's no social distancing on the basketball court. Right. It's not like baseball. It's not like tennis. 
It's not even like hockey where they wear masks. These dudes are sweating on each other, breathing on each other, coughing on each other, sneezing on each other for an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, this sucks. This is terrible. None of these sports should come back. None of them. Until there's a vaccine and they can play safely. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. this doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't give anybody a job. Okay? All of these people at Disney World are employed anyway. Mm -hmm. All of the people who work at Staples Center and, and Barclays and the Pfizer Forum, they're out of a job. There's not going to be games at these arenas. Right. There's not going to be people going to the restaurants and the bars. There's no economic engine at play here. And again, these billionaire assholes had to be shamed by their own players into paying those people for three months. Uh Yeah. So it's not like, oh, we got to get basketball going and baseball going and, and football going to stimulate the economy. It's not even that. It's so we have something to distract ourselves with. Uh-huh. Well, because football. we're bored and lonely. Well, football has to start because it's a, uh, you know, America's uh, game. Yeah, it's a, it's if if uh, football stops, America does. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, imagine, imagine if there was a virus that came along that you could only get if you were acting, mm-hmm. if you were committing the, the sin of acting <laughs> on camera. Uh-huh. That's basically what this is. This is a virus you can only get if you play sports with someone. Right. <laughs> so stay home. Yeah, Don't like, make these people play basketball and get sick. This is stupid. Yeah. Look, you're fine as long as you're not indoors uh, making noise or breathing hard mm-hmm. or uh, rubbing up against somebody else's bodily fluids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Don't worry, though. We've invented a ring that can uh-huh. uh, that can tell you uh, if you have it. Our COVID mood ring will be the savior. Oh no, all. it's Opal. Nickel Jokic has it. <laughs> they take a, they take they take a, the like one of those big long uh, those big long canes and remove. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, they, and, they, they got the hook. Yeah, they yeah. Do, like the vaudeville cane and remove a player when his <laughs> ring turns orange. Uh-huh. <laughs> guys, guys, when Magic Johnson got HIV, he retired mm-hmm. from the NBA. And then when he came back, there were people who didn't even want to touch him. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me in 2020 we're gonna have basketball players playing basketball when they actually can get the virus from the things that they're doing. In 1992 or 3 or whenever he came back, you couldn't get HIV from posting a dude yeah. up. But now <laughs> well, you can get COVID from posting uh, someone up. But Dave, we also, no, yeah, one ahead, was, no one was cleaning Magic Johnson's mail, okay? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Really, it was the outside food being delivered to the fabulous forum that was the real culprit. Uh, but also, we don't know that you can't get coronavirus twice. People exactly. act like that's something, but that that is not something that's been proven yet. There are people who have gotten it before more than once. So, so if you're Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. you have a chance to sign a contract extension once the season ends that will give you financial security that could last for the rest of your life and you've already had the coronavirus mm-hmm. 
So you're w- and you're wearing a sweatshirt that uh, <laughs> defines the word asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm just very sympathetic to to him. And that's the first time I've ever said that on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sympathetic to Donovan Mitchell. In fact, I think it's the first time I've expressed sympathy for a member of the Utah Jazz. I am. I, I, I'm. He's the only one who, in the in the stratosphere of superstar players, who's had it, who knows what it's like. Who, wow, who Rudy Gobert is not a superstar. He is uh, crying no, again. He's not. No, he's, he's crying not. again, Dave. You made him he's cry. Probably playing Legend of Zelda with his thumb up his ass or something. <laughs> It's just like people don't learn or people would prefer to ignore reality to so that they can serve whatever it is that they think they need to be doing right now. If I was still a sports writer, I wouldn't go in the bubble. Mm-hmm. I'd tell him to go to hell. I'd quit my job and I'd go do something else because this is this is insanity. It's insanity. I cannot believe that this is happening. It is it, it is shameful. And when someone dies, someone will die. Uh-huh. I'm telling you right now. Some, it, Like you said, Sean, it's not going to be a superstar. It's going to be somebody who cleans toilets. It's going to be somebody who's cleaning people's mail for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who's a- cooking their food is going to die, and no one's going to care. Yeah. Well, sick. on that note, uh, Dave, <laughs> you have to go, I know. <laughs> so we decided, because you were back, to bring back... An old game we used to play. Yeah. Uh, when we first started this uh, podcast, it was the 2016-2017 season, so we would yep. always pit the Super Team Golden State Warriors up against another Super Team. So our final question of the day is, could the 2016-17 Golden State Warriors defeat the novel coronavirus COVID-19? Oh my god. This is this is a harder challenge for them than the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, let me see. Um okay. So, we're talking about Steph, Draymond, Clay, Clay, Andre, KD, KD, mm-hmm. Andre, Zaza. Sorry, yeah, Zaza, yeah. Zaza, Andre is the sixth man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so are we talking about physical personification of the virus or are we talking about everybody gets sick and who is going to beat the virus and I survive? think they are just living together and playing basketball in the time of coronavirus they're quarantined together <laughs> okay so it's whether or not that they can they would get it would they contract it and then it. give it to each other i think is the way we yeah. have to play this it's zaza all bets are off <laughs> I think I almost think I almost think that the coronavirus doesn't affect Zaza. Like he's more he's more like cyborg than man. <laughs> that he just he just like he doesn't really sweat like a normal person. Like his his Georgian Eastern European bodily fluids actually do not transmit the COVID nineteen virus just because he's he's from such austerity and toughness. So I'm not worried about him in particular. Here's who else uh, I'm not worried about. I am not worried about Kevin Durant contracting it. Because he does not like these people. And he's, unless Rich Kleinman somehow gets it, that's the only person he's getting it from. Even though he has already had the coronavirus in our regular But he is social distancing from the Golden State Warriors 
uh-huh. within okay. their own bubble. He's not That's leaving true. his room. He's not he's not high fiving Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> my my concern here is Draymond Green. Yes. I am worried about Draymond. <laughs> One, as we know, he likes to get around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's a popular guy with the ladies. Um, he'd probably get pretty lonely. Mm-hmm. And I think his mom gets involved. I think his mom is coming to visit. Mm-hmm. She's stepping in the bubble. I think Babers huh. Green is all up in that bubble, telling uh-huh. him what to do, telling him how to sleep, telling him stop playing video games all night and go to bed, quit texting that girl. She's clearly a slut. Like, all of these mm-hmm. things that m- black mothers just do. They're in your business. I have one. They're constantly <laughs> in your business. <laughs> so I think Draymond is out. Draymond is contracting the virus mm-hmm. because his mother is contaminating the bubble because she w- refuses to be away from her son. I think if Draymond gets it, Steph Curry's getting it. Yeah, Mainly yeah. because they're very close and also uh-huh. uh, instead of hand washing, he's opted to pray the virus away. Um, uh-huh. and, and, <laughs> well, and the mouth and the mouthpiece and he's yeah. licking his hands. It's like, yeah. And also he's he's constantly having to do, um, you know, semi-erotic photo shoots for Instagram with Aisha. So that's like, <laughs> all of those are high-risk behaviors. Uh, Clay yep, Thompson, yep. is he getting it? No. Yeah, no, he's fine. He, unless he's using, like, sharing a video game controller with someone who has it. And you can't get it from dogs, right? Nope. I, yeah, he's, he's good to he's go. He's enough of a loner. Like, I guess maybe share... I think he would... I think he would be responsible enough to use a disposable bong, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, like, t- use a plastic bong, throw it away after one use. I don't think Andre's getting it, either. Uh, I think Andre is way too paranoid uh-huh. to he's get light, it. He's light years ahead of that virus. remember, like that. he's the one who also, um, when Prince died, his first response was, did you hear they, they killed Prince? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so he's he, not, he, yeah. he is definitely getting his personal chef to send in food. Also, he's canceled he's, the 5G in his house. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and he's, 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 he, he hired the personal chef. The personal chef sends in food, but Andre is actually just eating old MREs <laughs> because that's the only thing he thinks he can trust. Because <laughs> it's sealed. Uh, so yeah, I Steve think... Kerr is getting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's gonna I'm... share wine with the wrong guy. <laughs> I think we're calling this a tie, right? Then no, I'm 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 saying coronavirus wins because here's the thing, guys. The virus always wins, mm-hmm. and that is the thing that nobody wants to talk about. Is uh-huh. that there's no vaccine. If you get it, you can die, and it's very easy to transmit. So the virus always wins. The Warriors get swept. Four games to none. They're oh. not beating the coronavirus. I'm sorry. We need to take this seriously, guys. The NBA enough. is not taking it seriously. Yeah. People all across this country aren't taking it seriously. I guess in some ways I'm not because I got a haircut. Like a jacket. <laughs> so, yeah, the coronavirus wins. The coronavirus stomps them. It's, a sh- it's not even a gentleman's sweep. They just beat the shit out of them. All right. Well... That's our show. Dave, 
Please yep. plug full court chat with Dave oh, Schilling. Sure. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Dave underscore Schilling if you don't know who I am because you've listened to this after I left the show. Uh, and listen to full court chat. Again, it's all it's available on all uh, podcast uh, platforms that you can think of. And uh, continue to support Round Ball Rock because it's, it's uh, you know, my greatest achievement. <laughs> it's my son. And then Round Ball Rock. Those are my two, <laughs> two things I've created in this world. And, uh, yeah, I'm proud of both of them. Thanks, Dave. We love you. Thanks, Dave. Love um, you too, guys. As for us, uh, please donate to the yellowbakercenter.org slash donate. Uh, again, we'll have a different... Um, we'll have a different charity next week. Uh, please help us in, uh, donating. And, um, Sean, did you write a song? I did. It's a song about, it's a Lindsey Buckingham song about playing in Orlando and it's called Bubble. Great. Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where today I retweeted my wife at Pog Muniz, who tweeted, I just heard my husband on the phone trying to explain his first name by saying, My name is Francisco, like the rice aroni. You know, the San Francisco treat? I couldn't physically laugh hard enough. And you know what's troubling about that to me? Is uh, thinking that fr- about how Frankie Muniz's name is actually Francisco Muniz. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Billionaires are bad. Cops are bad. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. It's lit, fam. Hi. <laughs> three, a four. Two, a three, a four. A two, a three, a four. I really shouldn't be playing tonight. I really should be staying at home But Tillman Fatita is out of cash So the NBA's in Thunderdome Florida's COVID rate is gonna double We're playing in the bubble Topics than the Hubble. Black Falcons got stubble. So come to Orlando and play me. Let the TV money keep you safe. Heat up the sauna for Kyrie. I hope Gobert will cover his face If you hit a strip club Then you're in trouble We're playing in the bubble Or the CBA's in rubble Responsible triple doubles We're playing in the bubble
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.